Thank you for joining us today for a new episode of the Pennsylvania Library Association's PA LaunchPod, the podcast that focuses on Pennsylvania libraries and the people who make them special. Every day in Pennsylvania, a librarian impacts the life of a child, family, student, job seeker, grandparent, or the guy next door. This is your opportunity to hear what's happening at a library somewhere in Pennsylvania, maybe even your hometown. This is Mina Edmondson, one of the hosts of PA LaunchPod. I'm joined by Deborah Vandecastle, Vice President of Library Relations of your county libraries. We are discussing the recently opened Salem Square Library. Debbie, thank you for joining us today. We're going to be talking a little bit about the Salem Square Library that was opened in a neighborhood that is known for violent crime and drug incidents. Can you tell us a little bit about the Salem Square Library? And let's start by just learning a little bit about yourself. Well, I am the Vice President of Library Relations and Administration for York County Libraries. And that means that I go out and visit all our 13 libraries and I work with a lot of our programs that are countywide programs. Yeah, so it keeps me very busy. Why did the library system decide to be involved in this project? Well, quite truthfully, I drove through Salem Square on the way home from work all the time. And I always thought it was such a vibrant neighborhood, lots of kids out, families around. But I also was aware it had a lot of problems, that there was crime, that there were drugs, that there was low literacy rate, and high unemployment. And yet when we looked at our statistics, people from that neighborhood weren't using our library. And I thought, gee, we have so many great resources. We could do so much to um, help people in this neighborhood and um, meet their needs. Um, why aren't they coming to our, our building? And I talked to our president, Robert Lambert, about that. Um, he wasn't even the president at that time. And uh, he agreed. He, you know, we both wondered, and we really came to the conclusion we were a little, they were a little too far from us. You know, transportation was a problem. They were a couple miles away. It was a little too far to walk with your children. And we started to kind of brainstorm about, well, then how can we bring the library to them? And when this small building on the corner of Princess and West became available and the um, city of York said that we could use it for a library, um, that's when everything started happening. What's the focus of this library? Um, first of all, you know, there's a problem with the literacy rate in that neighborhood. And so we wanted to help kids get a good start in life. And as we all know, you know, being read to, um, being involved with books and language is important. So we wanted to offer children um, some really great programming for them and their family. So that's one of, our, one of the focuses that we have. Another one is we knew that there was problems with unemployment. So we wanted to have a workforce development aspect, which we, we've been able to do with some partners. And we also wanted to be there to help some of the older kids with homework help and to support them. What was the timeline look like for the development of the library? I think the first conversation I had with Robert was about two years ago. So it really was pretty fast. He's a fast mover. You know, we were talking about the idea and then he talked to some people who thought that they could support, support this idea financially. And then things, start, you know, the, the building became available and things moved pretty quickly. So from conception to the grand opening was probably about two and a half years at the most. 
Can you explain those funding streams that were created in the community? We have quite a few people from the community and organizations that have stepped up either with in-kind services or with actual donations. We have some donations through the York County Community Foundation. I think we have some donations from the WDL Bauer Foundation, First Energy, um, Penn Waste, and Bob and Donna Pulo. Um, yeah, and a lot of individuals, even York leadership. Lots of lots of people liked the idea and wanted to support it. Can you explain to me what the York County Community Foundation is? It's uh, an organization that you know everybody can donate to it, and it's tries to support initiatives that are going to strengthen the community, not only in York City, but in York County. Can you give me an idea of how much money was pledged or where we're going to go? Well, totally. I think it's going to cost about 300000 for three years. This is a pilot project. We have enough to cover you know, our, our salary and the cost of running the library for three years. And then by that time, we hope to be able to um, you know, maybe expand what we're doing and, and continue funding it. But yeah, so three years to start with. How often is the library open? It is open four days a week. Two days a week, it's open from, from 12 to 6, and two days a week, it's open from 2 to 6. But we have other programs going on in the mornings when we're closed. Two days a week, we have children's programs, bilingual story times. And then two days a week, we're having some great programs, English as Second Language programs with the Lincoln Intermediate Unit and some workforce development programs with PA Career Links. So it's a busy place. Monday through Thursday right now. We're hoping to expand to weekends, but we're starting with Monday through Thursday. One of the unique aspects of the library in Salem Square is the collaborations you've mm -hmm. developed with those other agencies. You briefly told us who the agencies are, but what kind of things will they be doing in the building? Crispus Addicts is going to be helping people with career-related programming. Um, you know, helping them develop um, skills to do interviews, helping them to write resumes, helping them to find um, different programs where they can get the actual skills to be prepared for different jobs. The Crispus Addicts is one. The uh, PA Career Links also, same kind of things, helping people gain those skills they need to get jobs and then helping them to learn how to go out there and find a job and interview for it. Can they actually sign up for services with CareerLink yeah. at that site. Yeah, so they are our partners. They can they can and we'll we'll be keeping track of that, you know, of how many people can sign up for their services there. They may be receiving some services there and then they may, may be receiving some services at other sites but from those organizations. And then also the Lincoln Intermediate Unit, as I said, they're offering English as second language classes two, I think two or three mornings a week, two mornings a week that have been successful. Um, we have people signing up for them. That's really interesting. How does the community itself, the the families and the people that live in the community, what are they thinking about the library? Well, we've had some really good feedback. First of all, our grand opening was a big success. We had lots of families from the community there enjoying touring the library. York Leadership um, supplied some free books to children. Uh, it was a really great day. We had perfect weather. It was a beautiful day. Lots of participants. But then after the library opened, we had, of course, as soon as our doors opened, the children came rushing in. We've had lots of children after school 
and they're bringing their families in. We have um, people from the neighborhoods coming in to use our computers, to use our Wi-Fi. We've been working with some other organizations in the community. Um, we've been working with the um, Salem Square Community Association. There's a charter school in the neighborhood, Lincoln Charter School. They've been, you know, we worked with them. We had a contest to help name the library, uh, gave pizza party to the kids. And uh, now the children are, are coming in. And we just had recently a teacher come in to have her class tour the library because she heard so much from one of her students who's been visiting the library on a regular basis. And he actually helped to give the tour. So that sounds fantastic. Yeah. What has brought the community together to change it and transform it from what people used to think about the Salem Square neighborhood to where it's going for the future. Even though there are a lot of problems, there are a lot of people that have lived there a long time and are very committed to the neighborhood. They have, we have a lot of Hispanic um, population there that are moving into the area. And people that are committed and want the neighborhood to improve. This, the site where the, the library is used to be a bar where there were lots of problems. And for that to transform, into a library helping the community and you know, we hope that that's reflected in the whole community and everything that goes on that kind of transformation from you know problems to really great things happening and organizations individuals families all seem to want that and they're all working together can you tell me your favorite moment from the past month at the salem square library there, there's a lot the story about the little the little uh, fellow that ended up bringing his class in and giving the tours it's certainly one of them. I know, I think the first week we were open, one of the children came in and said they just loved the library so much they wanted to come back because it was so beautiful and so clean. And, and they've been a regular visitor since then. We've had um, parents coming into story time and then the next story time bringing in other parents with them, with their children. So, I, you know, I thought that was, was really exciting. You know, lot, lots of good things going on there. When I was looking, into the history of the Salem Square Library, one of the things that struck out to me the most was the faces of the children when they actually were provided books that they could take home themselves. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's one of the nice things. We're, we're trying to do that. You know, we know it's important for children to have books that they own in their home. York Leadership, as a matter of fact, the day of the grand opening had hundreds, maybe thousands of books there available that they were giving out. And, and not old books, new books, beautiful books, really good children's literature. So a lot of the kids in the neighborhood have already had books. We have more of those books in the library that we give out. But also, just like any library, people, we have a collection of books in the library, not a huge collection, but we have um, English books and bilingual books. Um, but also um, parents and children can look on our computers and, and they have access to 700,000 books. Um, that are all part of the York County Library System's um, materials, and they can put holes on them, and they're delivered to them. Have they started using that whole process? They are, yeah. yeah. We have a van that's bringing the books out there, dropping them off, and it's growing. Everything is growing. More people are coming to the story times. More people are, you know, uh, using the computers, and more people are, are using the library as a place to put holes on materials. So every week, those, those stats are growing. How will you measure the success of the Salem Square Library? 
like you were saying, seeing the faces of the children is one way to measure the success, but also we'll be counting the number of people that come into the library, the number of people that use their computers, the number of people that come to the programs that are given for adults there, and also sign up for other programs for our partner agencies through Salem Square. As we continue forward, we'll be looking at those, and not only to report, but also to change and be responsive to the needs of the community. Are those successes tied to your funding in any way? Well, we have your county community foundation. We have a grant through them. So yes, they, you know, they want to see the impact that we're having on the community as do we. And so we'll be looking at those kind of things, you know, how much usage are we getting? How many program participants are we having? Is there anything else about the library that we have? I haven't asked that you think is important? I am just happy that we can give that community the library experience. We have a lot of people coming in there that haven't used libraries in the past. This is their first library card. Library help can help us all to move forward, all to grow, all to reach our goals. And I'm just very excited that that community now has that opportunity right in their own neighborhood. Very good. What's the future for that library? Well, we're seeing that as a pilot. You know, if this is successful, we may expand it into other neighborhoods in York City or perhaps other neighborhoods across York County. And eventually, if things go as we, we anticipate that they'll go, you know, probably we'll, we'll do presentations on this at like the Pennsylvania Library Association Conference and, and hopefully it can move on into the state and beyond. This is a starting point. We've got big hopes for it. And so far, it's, it's been doing very well. Are you a member of the... Pennsylvania Library Association? I am. Things are changing so quickly. You know, there's a digital revolution. Libraries want to remain um, pertinent. We want to remain uh, responsive to the people that we serve. So for us all to work on that together, to share ideas, to share our thoughts, to share what we do in meetings, by email, in person, at conferences, it makes us all stronger. It helps us all to grow. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners as well. For more information about this episode and how to, you could be featured on the podcast, visit palibraries.org. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Thank you, Debbie. Thanks, Mina.